Tis the season now. Oh, tis the season now. Can we explain that? I actually meant to do that in this okay. intro. I'll, I'll insert it. Um, uh, Dallas Chu is um, a lovely guy who works for us. Mm-hmm. Just the sweetest man. He's um, a great dude. Like as a fucking model, and then yeah. he like moonlights filling in on the evening weekend zone sometimes because he like also likes radio. It's like, yeah. He just has guy. like five jobs and yeah. just like hustles. Well, he's just like really cute, unique way of talking when he's on the radio and he said it was like last Christmas but it's just like burrowed its way into my heart he goes uh well tis the season now well tis the season now and I love that it's like so formal and wonderful (laughs) tis the season now yeah and so I've been saying it nonstop. it's like it's 30 (laughs) times in this one podcast yeah It it is the season now. Um, It's it's tis the season now, actually, for election time and political, um, you know, smear ad campaigns. So as a radio station, Mm -hmm. we are legally required if a party comes to us and gives money for advertising. Mm -hmm. We are legally required to play it. Yeah. So we cannot say no. You are this party, so we we're not going to play this because it doesn't line up with our station beliefs. Right? No, we have to. We have to give everyone a, an equal playing field, which I think is a good thing. That's right. If they come with money, apparently we have to accept it. And it's not Jim Pattison Broadcast Group in particular; it's a CRTC mm-hmm. and just the law in general. Yeah. This is what we have to do as a radio station. We have to give everyone equal opportunity to have ads on air. I will say that. You know, I think that uh, we got to be really mindful of our like democracy here in this country because um, we look at the states and what's going on right now there, and it is a dumpster fire nightmare. It is like their political, the, their process is broken. The the government, it looks like from like the ground right on up, is just awful, full of corruption and misinformation, and the the media arm of it, and the corporate lobbyists, and all you hear about that, right, and everything. Awful, mm. awful, awful, awful. And we look into Canada and our cutie little democracy in our like month and a half long election. And we're just like, cute, we're nice. Mm-hmm. But I've been really disappointed in this election with how much just like straight up bullshit there's been. Yeah. Like, straight lying. Like parties will run ads, whether it's on the radio or on social media or whatever, with just like straight up lies in it. And also they're like, when you watch their debates too, it's like it's not even the like politispeak. It's like they're just saying stuff that's not true. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is tale as old as time, but I don't know. I'm like wildly frustrated with it. It's with parties that I actually support. I'm disappointed to see it. Yeah. It's with parties that I don't support being like, well, that's a lie. You know, you know, I find when I listen to an attack ad where they're like, well, the this party does this. Do you really want that for your country? Yeah. I've never listened to that and been like, you know what? Yeah. You're right. I want to do that. I want to side with you because you No, I see that as a negative for yeah. that party. Yes. I don't care what they're saying about the other parties. I, I just see that as a negative. I think uh, for politics and also relationships, too. Oh, yes. Go on. Um, just stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. What do you mean? Um, okay. So instead of worrying about what other people are doing. Yes. And spending all your time attacking those other people. Yeah. You should be just focusing on what you're doing and presenting the best you possible because chances are people are going to see that and not be distracted by all the other bullshit you're bringing into it and you're actually getting your point and your values across. And that comes with relationships too. Say you're trying to court someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to hang out with them so bad. (laughs) Um, But do they have some other ladies or some other fellas on the side? 
and you decide to go and talk to those other fellas on the side what? and badmouth, you know, and, and say like, hey, right. you shouldn't be dating this person because you're bad and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You're not staying in your own lane. Meanwhile, the person that you're going after with, right. oh, they're busy off doing something else because they don't want to deal with someone who is not dealing with themselves. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, I do. I just, I don't know how relatable it is because unlike you, I don't have like six suitors <laughs> at me all the time. No, I... You know, I'm like very much like British Columbia. I got two guys. I got like NDP okay. person and a Green Party person. I- I'm talking... <laughs> <laughs> you are like the whole gamut. You're like a swing riding in like the middle of Quebec or something like that. It's like, well, I could go for the NDP, but you know what? I could also go for the People's Party. So okay, I don't know. if I'm going to be honest, my Liberals visual... Liberals are good, conservatives, that's you. You've got your like Stop. political spectrum of suitors. My- <laughs> My visual was actually The Bachelor or Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Because when the contestants start yapping at each other and trying Mm -hmm. to bring each other down, guess who goes home? All the people who are involved with getting brought down. Right. But the positive person who's just like, great to see you again tonight. I'm going to go home and do push-ups. Yes. Yes, they're the ones who win. They're the ones. Who come right. out on top. Yeah, yeah, and they're the better person. Uh-huh. They deal with their emotional baggage a lot better than other people. Yes. They stay in their own lane, man. I, stay in your lane. So I agree in terms of The Bachelor or you. <laughs> um, but you know what, though? The sad, this is a sad, sad thing. Jen, is it like attack ads work? What? They wouldn't air them. They wouldn't produce them and do them if they didn't work. Uh, and I hate to defend them in that way. And that's shitty. And But that's like the problem. We've engaged in it for so long that that's why the discourse online. That's why memes constantly. It's like, so rarely do you see a meme that's like, I love my guy for this reason. It's often this person is bad for this other reason, yeah. right? Yeah. The, people love that. People love getting in the weeds mm-hmm. and being negative and just diving into it and sludging through it and that shit. And like, it's easier to talk shit about someone else. Apparently, evidently, I don't know why this is, but it's easier to talk shit about someone else than to say why you're good. I don't understand. And it's so true. Yeah. Hey, Paul, I think you'd really like and like enjoy watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because you really get it dive into the politics and like the gossip of it all and like you know the kind of drama of politics because really politics is just uh, one big reality uh, TV show for real life for everybody. It really is and then The Bachelor who gets the final rose decides what the tax rate is going to (laughs) be. Okay. <laughs> it's great. Um, you know what? I should watch it. I know it's a it's very important to you in your life, Thank The Bachelor. Yeah. And I want to tell you a story. One time I was in Australia and fuck kid in Australia, like The Bachelor Australia is a fucking national pastime there. Mm. Like I could not escape it. It was like there were billboards everywhere. The entire country is like into it. No matter who you are, you are watching The Bachelor. It's like sports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, for everybody. And it was billboards and like, was like whole entire buildings had huge things on them. And um, anyways, I watched the first episode and I loved it. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I couldn't wait there and then talk a bunch of sass. Right? The, oh, I was like, what's this person wearing? Oh, this guy's not hot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. And so the next time it's on, will you get me in and I'll be on the betting pool yeah, yeah. with you, right? Yeah. What other? Do people bet on politics? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah? Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, interesting. I don't know if it's like 100% legal, but... I don't think any of it is legal, is it? No, but maybe like like, you have to do it. There's websites devoted to it. Well, usually like there are websites that you just bet on fucking anything. They'll just give you odds 
they're usually, I think, based out of Nevada or wherever, like, gambling is just a free-for-all. And they'll just give you odds on, like, this person wins, this person doesn't. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. I know. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense that there would be betting on that. Right? I think I think it was like a big story that a lot of people lost money on the 2016 presidential election. Oh, I bet like everyone. Yeah. Like, I think Hillary's you know odds were way better and all yeah. that. People lost a bunch of money. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so well, that's that, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Yeah, if you're listening before election day, please do get out and vote. I think it is important. Monday. You know, as like uh, I, I hope that there's a certain youngness and youth. Mm. And uh, to this uh, podcast listenership, Mm. not to say that older people shouldn't listen to this or shouldn't vote, but um, I think it's really important for uh, the young people's voices to be heard, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of politics. Um, Yeah, that's they talk about lowering the voting age to like 16. Do it. Why not? Mm. Why not? You know, Um, these these are people who got to live the longest. How about this? However many years you got left to 100, you get like a, like a minus a percentage of a vote. Mm. That's, that's my idea. Right? <laughs> you only like, have five more years on the planet, uh, yeah. so. That's right. You, Sorry, you your get, vote is not as, yeah, not it's as not heavily as weighted. weighted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like you're going to be dead soon. Like, we got to live here for longer. Yeah. How about that for an idea? I got all kinds of ideas of how we should do things. Oh, gosh. Maybe we should vote for Paul for president. Did you ever hear my scientist idea? No it, more government, just scientists. Oh, right, yeah. Right? I think a council I, yeah, of scientists. There's some, there's some flaws to that. I and mean, you, I love that. I love that idea. You pay them $15 million each a year. We also need some, like, science <laughs> communications, okay? You make them rich, okay, and then they good. can't be bought by lobbyists, and then they just make decisions we based also on need what's some, best for like, everybody. We also need some, like, communication, like, science, science communication specialists, because oh. um, science can be hard for the average person to understand. Right. right in in this in the way that they describe things, you yes. know. Um, so having someone who's in communications as well would be great. Oh, for to sure. Communicate what the science. It's like a translator, you know. But just imagine instead of you know what's government now. It's like all these guys in this big castle and they scream at each other and then they're like, okay, tax rate is this, mm-hmm. or we do this about a pipeline, or we do this about climate crisis, or we do this about the economy. What? And they're all lawyers. And they're just good at fighting with each other. Yeah. Why not a council of learned people who, you know, like, just go and look at the numbers of it and just be like, here's what would be best for everybody. That's my, like, science fiction dream. One day. And you make them rich so they can't be bought. Anyways. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Yeah. Well, tis the season now. That's right. National Pronouns Day. And Air Canada has decided to start using gender-neutral pronouns in their in-cabin announcements. Today on the Afternoon Zone, we've got some ideas they could include. Good evening, you idiots. Uh, welcome to Flight 3775, non-stop service to Flin Flon, Manitoba, Sam. Uh... What's good, team? This is your captain speaking. Just so you know, we got some turbulence coming up, so buckle up, buckaroo. Local time is uh, 3.46 a.m. Thank you for flying Air Canada. Enjoy your time here in Dildo, Newfoundland. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Jane Fonda. Got arrested. 
I love it. Do you know how old Jane Fonda is? How old is she? 81 years old. Is she? Oh my gosh. I will not She's be marching、hey? on the capital of my country when I'm 81 years old, guaranteed. I'll be sitting at home with a blanket over my lap. Yeah. And hopefully a nice and, cat. And she works so hard, too. She's still like full on acting. That Grace and Frankie show is so、yeah. good. Oh, they crank seasons of that show. <laughs> oh, yeah.、Um, tell me, though, why she got arrested, how she got arrested.、Uh, she, was coming, she was out there.、Uh, Protesting climate change. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> way that, cele- or reason as to why celebrities get arrested. I love seeing that. That's what I, because you see a lot of you know, bad things happen, but、sure. when it's about you know, fighting for what they believe in and using that power, that platform that they have to fight for something、yeah. that they believe in, I'm all for it. Yeah. And you know what I like about this too? It's like we had the, you know, it's like the kids protesting last week or whenever、mm-hmm. that was. We had someone in their 80s who's standing up for it and believing in it enough to get arrested out there, which is exactly, you know, exactly what she wanted. Because now it's in the news. Jane Fonda, arrested. Icon, 89, 81 years old. Arrested. Yes, kid. That's exactly <laughs> what you want. I love it so much.、Mm-hmm. Hey,、uh, did you ever watch Barbarella? No. Barbarella is this really cheesy, like 1960s or 70s. Movie about like a space lady or something. I don't know. I had to stay up late when I was a kid to watch it、mm. on like Showtime. Ooh, it was one of those. Yeah. yeah. There's like, like glimpses、Ooh. of a booby. So、mm-hmm. you just like, as a teenage boy, you just will do whatever it takes to watch it.、Mm-hmm. So, anyways,、um, <laughs> Jane Fonda was arrested for、uh, protesting、mm-hmm. for climate change, for what she believes in. We love her. Uh, there was an interesting thread I was reading about running at night. Because I find if I ever want to go for a jog, which is very rare, it's always at night.、Mm-hmm. And I get a little bit scared running by myself at night. Sure, of course. You know what I mean? I don't know the proper way around it. I don't have the reflective gear, also, I feel like、oh, you would yeah, need,、yeah. or like a headlamp.、Um, and I don't know where I would feel safe or where there's enough light in order to go for a run at night. Yeah, would you downtown? It's such a weird thing. I know.、Right? Like, one time I walked the dog downtown and I felt like a weirdo because it's like, I don't live around here.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's one thing if you live in a condo in one of those downtown buildings, but then it's like people are out partying and, you know what I mean? You're like, dodging drunk people. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just walking a dog here. So, like, similar, like, can you, but that's the place where there's lots of people and lots、mm-hmm. of lights. That、uh, maybe, but. And、uh, this thread specifically said that the person <laughs> listens to a lot of murder podcasts. And、uh, a lot of the stories start with someone running at night. So they do that on purpose to extra spook I f- themselves? I feel like maybe they should cut back on the, the podcast, but I, it, I, now I'm thinking, I'm like, that sounds like, like a huge adrenaline rush, and I kind <laughs> of want to. I kind of want to run at night in a well lit place, maybe like Dallas Road, listening to one of those podcasts. Dallas Road is not well lit at night. Is it not? Oh, no, no it's terrible. It's、right? terrifying. Maybe, like, I wouldn't even、water? go walking the dog at Dallas. <laughs> the Galloping Goose, though? Spooky! Are you yeah, kidding me? That's dangerous! <laughs> I'm sorry that is the case. Society and everything. That was such a bad thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about this? <laughs> we'll tandem it, all right?、Okay. You can go for your like, spooky night jogs,、mm-hmm. and I'll just be like 
30 feet behind you on a bike type of thing. Oh, okay. Like Rocky and his trainer style. Yeah. And I'll just keep an eye on you, right? And then I'll dial 9-1, and then if you get jumped, I'll dial 1 again. How's yeah. that sound? Okay, that sounds good. Um, but if anyone actually does have any tips on running at night, because that is when I feel like I want to do the most physical activity is sure. at night. Yeah. If anyone has any tips. No, you're not know. looking for exercise tips. You're looking for like, how do I get very spooked out and freaked <laughs> out? That would freak me out. I'm the same way if like I'm walking at night, I'm listening to anything, and it's mm-hmm. about aliens. If I'm listening to podcast and they're talking about aliens or ghosts or stuff. I can't handle it. But the pro- difference for me is an alien isn't going to come and abduct me. Uh, oh, I'm abductable? Well, this is what you're talking about, right? Like true crime and stuff, mm-hmm. getting jumped at night while you're running? Don't do it. It's okay. not what I don't think worth it. Okay, I'll leave it to the mornings and maybe. One AirPod only, how about? The Zone at 91.3 is live on location. <laughs> All right. Good afternoon. It's Jason here live on location. Yeah. You know what? If I wanted to make my jog less creepy, I think having Paul on a bicycle 20 feet behind me <laughs> definitely, definitely would be the solution for that. We're and friends. by the way, Paul. Okay. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. You would call 911. What about help her? You know, I'm not a train. you're just going to have your cell phone ready yeah. on your bike. All right. It was an exciting weekend in Victoria. Of course, it was Thanksgiving, so hopefully you got to spend some time with your family. But I also dedicated this weekend to make sure that I went and did some voting. Me too! You did as well. You went to the advanced polls. Yeah, you had to wait in a line? Um, Yeah, so I got there just in time. I think I waited maybe 10 minutes uh, in James Bay. And um, by the time that we got to the voting station, there was like a 45-minute lineup. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they were like, do you want to come back? You can wait if you want. I don't know, um, which is great because the turnout was fantastic, and we want to see that. That is fantastic. How I about you? Well, I, had zero, I had to go to two different places. I went with a friend of mine, and uh, they had to go to like a school, the, the school in like Fernwood area mm-hmm. and on Belmont. There, zero line. Oh, nice. In and out, and then we had to go to a different place for me. Zero line for me and well, in and out. Like the oh. whole thing, two different voting stations. And I think we were done within 20 minutes. Oh, wow. From, That's like, impressive. I know, right? Um, Elections Canada has already kind of done some uh, counting of how many people have turned out for voting. And it, the advanced polling is up 25% over the recorded numbers in 2015. That's just great. for the first two days of advanced polling. Is that across the country? Across the country. That's so great. That What's the great. deal? Why do people care about this election? It's been such a train wreck on TV. <laughs> Well, it's I mean, great. that's great. And this is really good. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what it is that's like resonating about this election that people are like, I gotta get out and vote. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, wasn't it so fun, though? Did you high five? I had a great time. We did a high five, and then we went for a drink after. All right, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Also drank. Um, <laughs> can I say this, just as a warning? Now I don't want to put people off of voting, but you don't get a sticker. That's oh. for provincial elections, evidently. Okay, so just make sure to take a selfie with the yellow circle that says vote. Still counts. That's your sticker. Yeah, that's your the sticker. The communal sticker. <laughs> well, tis the season now, spooky season. And one of the best things that I like about Halloween time that is like coming more back in vogue, I think, mm-hmm. than when I was a kid, is the Halloween bonfires. And the reason I really like this is like so much of Halloween is like so modernized, you know, with the like store bought costumes mm. and even like trick or treating at the mall, which breaks my heart. But <laughs> bonfires, that is something that like people were doing to celebrate Samhain or Halloween or whatever for like centuries. It feels very like ancient and primal, it right? Really like this does. like spooky day where ghosts Witchy. are supposed to be able to come through, the veil is thin, and not. 
going, yeah. all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like bonfires feels real in that way, don't you think? I agree. I've never actually experienced a bonfire on Halloween, though. Mm. Just fireworks, you know? Um, but man, I love me a good bonfire. Yes. Mm. You should get a permit, though. That is one thing that people don't understand is that you have to have a permit in order to have a ball, uh, Halloween bonfire. A right. bonfire. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the permits are only 10 bucks. So it's super easy to get. Uh, you just have to, yeah, go get a $10 permit, and that could save you a $100 fine. And uh, they said that last year that only about 40 people in Saanich ended up getting permits. Right. Um, and they're just like... There's no limit to them either. So if you're thinking about having a bonfire, it's a great thing to do. That way, all the police are notified so you don't get people, you know, reporting your fire or anything like that. They have a list of people and the addresses that each bonfire is attached to. Um, And then if anything goes wrong, the fire department knows exactly where to go. And you've all been um, kind of like taught the protocols around bonfires as well, too. So. Great thing I love to that. do. So that's insanity. You got a piece of property. I think I'm going to go. There's a bonfire in Fernwood usually. I'm going to go to that. Do you know what I would love to do? Is in one of these big Halloween bonfires. Mm-hmm. Set my jack-o'-lantern on fire at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. Just leave it there. Right? Oh. Put, it, put it in the fire and let it burn. Because what else are you going to do with it? Let it turn to a disgusting green mush on your step. And then someone comes around with firecrackers and blows it up. Right? Yeah. Let's all just burn our jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween night. That seems very spooky. What a visual, to too. Oh, yeah. We're trying to think of a spooky name for Jenny for spooky season. Because this is like this has been quite a thing on Twitter this year. I've noticed everyone's changing their name to like the spooky version of their name. Right. So mine was so easy. Right. It was Poltergeist. Ectoplastino. That's really great. Right? Yeah. It took me a minute to come up with. We cannot think of a good one for you. We're thinking maybe like Geno Lantern. Yeah. But what do you do with West? W- where West? We are not happy w- with that. W- West Wolf. Not good. I'm going online and checking out some of these like Halloween name generators, and even these are not very good for no. me. My This one says Pumpkin... Apple Bobber, that's my name. That's not spooky at all. It has nothing to do with, nothing to do with my name. I want your name this involved. One, from Chris, the Simpsons artist, who's just a troll. Um, mine in their name generator was Jeef Child. Jeef Child. Jeef Child. J E E F. I don't know. So, <laughs> I like that one though. Good, I'll call you it from that one. Please. I'm just going to put werewolf or whatever the thing is up West on there. Wolf. West Wolf, West House, Westing World. Boring. Yeah, I know, I understand. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist Ectoplastino. You got it? And my name is what? Well, this is the best we could do. Geno Lantern Were West Wolf. Yeah. But owners really came through with some good ones. So. You could be Jenny Wise, Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, I like that one. Jenny Wise, like Pennywise. That's right. Nice. You could be Genocide Possessed. Oh! Right? Um, if you want, this one's a bit of a stretch, but I think I like it the best. Okay. Vainy Warts. <laughs> Jenny, what? Vainy? I'm really vibing with Vainy Warts, warts right now. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> so, uh... Okay, Vaney Wait to War- pull through, guys. Yeah, Vaney Wars it is. That's fantastic. Oh. Your haunted house you live in is right down in James Bay, right near the... Oh, let's just tell everyone where I live. That's great. <laughs> <Rude>. <laughs>
<laughs> for the uh, Good Life Fitness Marathon that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, my my house is on the roots of the marathons. Just living in James Bay, everyone experiences that, right? It's right. Just like when there's a marathon, we're stuck in James Bay. There's no getting past. Yeah. You just have to live there. Um, but Your house this one, one was two, three, five. <laughs> James Bay Avenue. Um, Yeah, there was, uh, it was exceptionally rowdy this time. Someone had brought a trumpet, I guess, on the street corner and... um, it was the weekend, so I clearly was not ready to be woken up and uh, was, you know, playing their trumpet songs. And, yeah, it was a wild one. I just remember my sister waking up at one point, <laughs> like, at 11, when the marathon had been going on for hours. <laughs> and I just hear this, oh, oh it's a marathon. <laughs> she just, like, woke up. I was so upset. Um, didn't know it was happening? No, I did not know it was happening. Mm, okay. But... Congratulations to everyone who ran a marathon. I'm so impressed by the people who get up on the weekend mornings and do that and like train for those sort of things. It's so impressive. I've never done one um, because I'm lazy. Well, especially people who like it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you know what I do? I do appreciate someone who like is like, I'm going to do something like this, which is a marathon with hundreds and thousands even of other people. They That's fun, right? That's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to really work up an appetite for my turkey. The people who go for a run on Thanksgiving, though, that's like just by themselves. That's weird behavior, man. <laughs> Come on. This is supposed to be a day of just like laying around in your underpants and then eating a big meal. It's making me right? feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't be running. But there was one marathon runner that needs everyone's help. Uh, someone who's a part of the super pay. Mm -hmm. This is a collection of consistent, dedicated, insane runners from across the country. Mm -hmm. That's how they describe themselves. And so they often dress up in like crazy costumes to go running. Cool. This one person ran the Good Life Fitness Marathon this weekend in a big panda head. Ooh, that'd be difficult. Well, yeah, at a certain point, had to take it off. Around the 27, 28 kilometer mark, remove his panda head, pass it off to a nearby runner's wife, did not get it back. And now they don't know where the panda head is. Oh, no. So if you do know where the panda is, go to the Marathon Facebook page, (laughs) and they're looking for it, and please help them. And let's return this panda head, which at this point I imagine is all like... Very sweaty. Dirty and, yeah. Smelly. In a swamp and, yeah, gross. (laughs) Yeah, you got to buy your cat a Thanksgiving dinner, because what usually just feeds your cats, like, kibbles, right? Like, crunchy kibbles? You know, I left the pies out. On the the stove for the night. That's not good they for could cats. Have, hey, they, they could have had a nibble of that if they wanted to. If you got, if you're actually making a turkey, what we always used to do is like all the giblets would go to the family pets. They That's would cute. love it. They love giblets. Otherwise, I didn't have any giblets this year, so I like make sure when I'm shopping for my own feast, I bought her like a fan, like a little tin of soft wet cat food. They love it. That's really cute that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't and know my And then she cat- ate it at the same time as everyone else. Really? Yeah. That's really sweet. It was adorable. Well, I didn't do that. So. I don't even know my cat's birthdays. People have birthdays for their cats. Do you do that? No, that's next. Okay, that's next, that's next level. level. I okay, it. I thought I that. It. I hate Some it. I hate it. Some people have birthday it. parties. It is spiderweb season out there. You got spiders all in your house? No, nah, man. I live on the second floor, so they all go to the basement floor. Yeah. So it's great. I'm spider-free. Right. Um, cat, cats help as well. Cats yeah. generally. Oh, my cat's so useless, though. The other day, I pointed a spider to her. I was like, look, please eat this thing in our mm. house. This is what your job is. She, like, couldn't see it or wasn't interested or... Scared of it, maybe, like people. No, cats aren't scared. They want to eat them. Um, I know somebody... 
Their house, they didn't. They looked behind their bed for the first time in a while. It was a crazy spider condo building. No. It's webs everywhere, mm-hmm. carcasses of the dead things they had sucked dry. No. Spider, spider, spiders. Big, beefy, pointy legs, black on them. Like, terrifying. Okay. Okay? If you're cold, they're cold too. Let them in. Warm them up. <sighs> The creator of the year finalists have been announced for the Streamy Awards. Of course, that's for streaming services and people who create online. This time it was Emma Chamberlain, David Dobrik, and Sophia Nygaard who have been nominated. And with this news, I'd just like to say goodbye, everybody. Oh. Yeah, and I'm just going to, I have no idea who these people are. Okay. So I'll be checking myself into an old folks home. It's been really nice knowing you. Goodbye forever. Um, I'm going to see if this particular old folks home has a... Ice flow they can put me out on. You don't know any of these people at all, no? No, I do. Never heard. Oh, well, they have millions, maybe billions of followers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. No idea. Very popular YouTube things. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hi. Bye. So, bye. Yeah, good. Good for them. Happy for them. Bye now. I leave forever. How about Ninja? He's, uh, he's great on Twitch. Hello, old folks home. How often do you serve mashed potatoes here? Look how old you become. You know, the Wheel of Fortune has been on TV for like, what, a hundred years? People still watch that, yeah? I guess. I guess if you still have cable, you want to put the wheel on, right? Right, right. before Jeopardy? I don't know. But uh, one thing that always drove me nuts about watching that show, because like, yeah, it would be on when I was a kid, again, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, is everyone always just was like so gushing about their family, like, I have a wonderful <laughs> wife. It's like, this is my beautiful children. Everybody, everybody. Boring. Boring. <laughs> Everybody's wife and children are so the greatest of all time. Well, can't someone go on there and just ream their family out? Well, this just happens. Talk about your family. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years <laughs> to an old battle axe named Kim. She cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, and Ryan, and I have one rotten grandson. There we go. Mix it up a little bit. There you go. Not right? so boring. That's yeah. right. That's what we want. <laughs> if I ever go on Wheel of Fortune, which like, uh, Oh my god! I don't know if I can make it on Wheel of Fortune. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, like, do I have the spinning skills? I spin a big wheel and then guess letters. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if I've got it in it. me. I don't know if I have the skills <laughs> and the talent. But I'll definitely give you a shout out and I'll call you some awful name. Okay. Okay, great. Because I was gonna say, like, you don't have any family. <laughs> you can also no, no say one's that. Gonna go home. And how's your family? I ain't got that. So I got a cat at home. And None <laughs> 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 no, to speak of, pal. No. Are there any M's? <laughs> Stupid show. Get me out of here. <laughs> this morning I woke up and uh, went to my car yeah. and it was unlocked. I was like, oh no, I usually lock my car. That's a thing. Yeah. And uh, the glove compartment was open. Yep. And uh, my uh, like my insurance papers and all the papers that I have in there were just kind of left on my seat. So someone had been in my car. Didn't take my CDs. This is another thing. <laughs> so CDs so are not of value anymore. Not but even to steal. I'm also kind of like, whoever, whoever came into my car, I've got good music taste. Mm. I've got some jams in here. You didn't want any of them? Really? Okay.
Your loss. Um, also, I had like a $200 speaker in my car. Not taken. Was it, what, like installed in your car? Or just no, no, there? just like a Bluetooth speaker. It's like a little tower speaker. Um, Jambox, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, 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 it's a really good quality sure. speaker. And it was just in the back seat. Didn't want that, but they rifled mm. through my papers, which is concerning because I'm not entirely sure if I have my, like, Anything inform like any information that could be used, you know, against me in there, right. uh, whether it's you know important uh, banking information or things like that. But I don't, I don't think so. I don't keep that in my car usually. So, so I don't know what I think that the type of uh, or the uh, class of criminal, let's just say, for lack of a better term, yeah. who uh, is not interested in even speaker or you know mm-hmm. CDs to go and pawn is not also going to be doing a, a complicated uh, personal finance scam yes. or right like an identity theft on you I don't think so I was just kind of wondering what what is going to happen you know I don't yeah, know what to do with that it just feels weird it just feels off you know when someone comes into your your space and yes. goes through your stuff it's I don't gross. know what to do after that there's not much you can really do you can report it uh, just so the cops know that there's someone in the area going through things but I think you are supposed to report it so that yeah. the police have like an idea of numbers on how bad like this type of crime let me say right now, it's an f- epidemic in this town, yeah. I feel like. My truck and car is broken into constantly, mm-hmm. and it sucks so much. So, like, number one, you feel like maybe you left your car open. I would double check and see if your locks have been monkeyed with because mm-hmm. it may be over on the passenger side or whatever that you had locked your door and they broke in. And I'm, like, at the end of my rope with it, too, because, all right, I leave my car unlocked with nothing in it. Well, then they go in there and, like you said, they rummage the papers. Mm-hmm. That sucks. All right. Well, then I leave it locked. Okay. Well, then they break the lock. Yeah, like my lock is broken. They break a window. So it's like I've done everything. I've tried every combination of like what to do with this, and it's nothing. And I get it. It's a zero to police. Like no one will ever do anything about it. But can we do something about it? And it's like <laughs> it's a real shame. Every time it happens to me, I have a thought of like this is a crummy part of you know living close to an urban center where unfortunately there's like a high concentration. Concentration of, you know, somewhat desperate people who feel like they have to turn this is their only thing they can mm-hmm. do is wander yeah. around breaking into cars, trying to really they're looking for change, mm-hmm. I think, and yeah. like real cash. So like, can we do something? What can we do? It's mm-hmm. like I'm I don't know. I'm, I don't know answers for you, Jen. Mm. I, I, I don't know what to do, but I feel you ah. times a million. It sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's great that my CDs are still there. So I'm, I'm fine with all that. But um, yeah, just a reminder that uh, it is happening. Make sure you lock your doors and make sure you maybe set up some security cameras, something like that, if you can. Yeah, I guess. Well, this is season now. It's uh, selection season is really, really heating up. Some news today that uh, Obama came out and endorsed Trudeau. Wow. Yeah. That's big. Uh, did a tweet about that. I was enjoying this morning. Uh, Jugmeet was kind of tweeting with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. She did a tweet that was like, tax the rich. And then Jugmeet was like, on it. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah. a lot of yeah people kind of picking sides right now. Totally. It's interesting. Yeah. I've also noticed a lot more of those signs popping up in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, just the last minute campaign signs. And what I don't really like about it is when they put those signs, like the actual party themselves, put those signs on public 
property, but it's still outside of people's houses. So yeah. it looks like that house specifically is all for that party. Yes. So that's happening in front of my house with all the parties that I'm not voting for. Shoot, actually. <laughs> and I don't know what to do about it because they put it on the other side of the sidewalk. So that's technically public property and I can't move it. Right. And I can't, I guess that would be vandalism if I like destroyed the signs and I don't want to be that person. But no, also I, I don't want people to think that, oh, uh, this person walking into this house is, uh, you know, it kind of like shows who you are a little bit. And, totally. you know, you want the proper representation in front of your house. Listen, Jen, I feel this pickle. I feel your pickle because, right? um, yeah, is it, no, we always rail against like it's a crummy thing to do no matter what, how you believe and how you vote and whatever. Part of our discourse is like kind of eyesore as it is. These signs have to go up. And you just have to respect that they go up. But yeah, right out in front of your house. I'm sorry. I think you take it down. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when a political person uses a certain song and doesn't ask right. that band if they can use that song. So that becomes, you know, attached to that party. And they don't like that. Like Nickelback and Trump. We saw that a little while ago. Sure. Or any other band and Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. If you have any suggestions, I was asking boss man Johnny. He thinks I should just politely move it in front of a, a different maybe public spot. I just want to put it in the garbage. But I mean, I don't think that's allowed. What it's, do you do? It's like a bad one, right? It's yeah. It's one that I don't want to be associated with at all. Yeah. Take it down or like move it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Move it into a garbage can. <laughs> politely move it into a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for these text messages here. Everyone is chiming in saying what you should do about a political party that had put the sign out in front of your house. It's technically on the public property, mm-hmm. but they're saying, you know, it's like it still mm. looks like it's you, like you're, you're there out there supporting the People's Party of Canada. <laughs> oh, whoops. Well specific. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely them. Um, so, so what do you do, right? You can't take it down. That's vandalism. Um, people are, are just, are people are in favor of you just taking it down. Okay. I also like the other one that said uh, you should just put a sign up next to that sign saying this does not represent this house. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, just outsign them. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> put out other signs. Uh-huh. And start a little war. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's work, though. I, I don't want to do that. I'll tell you what, you pay me $2 and I'll just go down there and kick it. I got- <laughs> so. How's that? And that doesn't involve an arts and crafts night. So yeah, exactly. that's good. Hey, Jenny. This is super embarrassing, oh. so don't trace my call. Okay. Um, so my brother is running for the People's Party of Canada. Oh, yeah. So if your sign says that, Jeremy Gustafson, do you want me to just come get it? Oh, my Does gosh. It? No, it's Allison. Oh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Because oh. so, his signs cost him seven dollars each, and like sister, sibling, brother loyalty, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, yeah, no. Signs, Paul. Seven dollars? Yeah, six seventy a sign, and that's a lot. I mean, I don't support People's Party of Canada. I don't. Yeah, but it's my brother. So, yeah. I'm, anyways, I was just kind of cringing because I thought, please say the Communist Party. Please say the Communist Party. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I shouldn't have. Taking them on a Thanksgiving dinner, things got awkward. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh! Hey, um, so he got paid, he's got paid six seven dollars out of pocket. Like the party doesn't reimburse him for that. I'm totally whispering, and I don't know why, because I'm in my vehicle with my dog. Yeah, that's um, fair. You don't want your dog to know. <laughs> no, they don't reimburse him. It's six dollars and seventy cents, so he gets um two hundred signs at a time, and he's put out about four hundred. And uh, he said he could get them printed in Calgary for six seventy five, but he wants to support a local business. So hey, yay, team him! 
And uh, if you guys lived up in the Cowichan Valley, uh, Rhonda Chen is a Vancouver um, person, and she has the billboards with her face on them. You should just Google that. Oh, well. And uh, they are like every 20 feet in the Cowichan Valley down to Langford. For the PPC. Oh, my gosh. So the amount of money yeah. that was. See, now I'm getting angry. Now, like, where's my turkey and stuffing? Because I'm just reliving Monday night again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so this was all happening on the dinner table, too, hey? Well, yeah, my parents were getting annoyed with me. But I was like, um, why don't you, like, the whole climate change thing, what's your problem? And then I got a lecture about CO2 and polar bears. and. Oh, <sighs> But, like, honestly, gosh. I was going to say, like, hey, get off your wallet, Bernier. If you want to do this, then your party can reimburse these poor candidates who, as I think you're saying here like have no chance in hell in winning no. in these ridings no. and who have to be no. out of pocket hundreds to thousands of dollars yeah. to drop these signs mm-hmm. yeah I, like that's like so what does your brother say about that does he think he has a chance or like is that money well spent or does he get to write it off or what he um is a guy who just really wants to find a purpose in life he just really wants to contribute back <laughs> he's just making a really Pardon me, a poor choice. <laughs> Must be hard to sit and watch. Well, yeah, but you know what? I don't really care right now. Five years ago, he was all about the Justin. He was just Justin, Justin, Justin. And then five years later, he was Maxine, 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 which is kind of funny. That is, that is a bit of a so swing. Wild. Yeah, I understand being mad at Trudeau, but like, why not Sheer then? Why not the guy who has a chance to take him down? I don't even know anymore. Gosh. Oh, gosh. By the way, I'm going to start a letter writing campaign that I should have a I voted sticker when I vote at any election anywhere. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Happy one year anniversary of weed being legalized in Canada, Paul Postino. Thank you so much. Oh, you're, you're welcome. welcome. And. <laughs> You've been smoking a ton of just nice legal weed in the last year, Jen. No, man. No? It's probably the least amount I've ever smoked. <laughs> in a year? Uh, because it's hard to get your paws on legal weed, ain't it? <laughs> it All is. of the uh, businesses have been shutting down in yeah. Victoria. There's a few legal businesses sprinkled here and there, but it's a little bit more expensive than what we're used to. Also, if you partake in edibles, well, yeah. that's not legal. So Jenny, I, there's I still time. Google, I typed in when will and then the letter E and the first thing that popped up was edibles be legal in Canada. Yes. When are they getting around to edibles being legal in Canada? I don't like smoking it. I want to eat it. It was supposed to be, you know, I don't know why I'm talking like that. It was supposed to be. (laughs) Um, It was supposed to be uh, within like a year. Um, But now they're saying it's going to be earliest December 16th. So it might be a little Christmas miracle for you. Shove it in my stocking and shut up already. Okay, (laughs) Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, great. Happy year anniversary. What a dumb thing. Oh, my God. What a nonsense. Yeah, it it's- has really been. Yeah, I ex- assumed even, because like I, I don't love smoking a joint, but I assumed that by now I stroll into, like, most stores. Mm-hmm. Gas station or whatever. And there would just be joints sitting there, and I could be like, yeah, yeah maybe tonight. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's more restrictive. It's so silly. And get get her, get her going here. I wonder how long it's going to take before it kind of, you know, becomes a little bit more um, accessible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you see the other story today that made me do a chuckle? What's that? Everyone's lying in this election, by the way, hey? Like, every party is lying and telling a bunch of lies, right? Of course, yeah. Um, so the conservatives are in trouble right now. They're just getting on flack for it, for doing a lie that the liberals are planning to legalize the rest of drugs. 
<laughs> Seriously, no, like, they're running these like social media ads in not in English. Oh, that's like uh, well, conservatives legalize. Or, I mean, liberals legalize weed, but you know what else they want to do? Legalize meth. Vote for Andrew Scheer. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, like, no, that's like bad. All these hardcore drugs. It's like, uh, and the liberals had to come out and be like, uh, we don't have plans to do that at all. Are you joking my ass? I'm paraphrasing. Well, tis the season now. That's right. It's election season, and the attack ads are really heating up right now. So today on the Afternoon Zone, we're getting in on the fun. Jenny West says she lives in a haunted house. But when photographed in public, her clothing and hair are consistently free of ectoplasm. So, Miss West, are you or are you not being constantly slimed by the restless spirits of the deceased? Jenny West, lies about ghosts, bad for the environment. This message has been approved and paid for by a registered agent for Paul Plastino. One time, Paul Plastino came over to my house and pet my cat's fur the wrong way. He says they like it. They like it? Then why weren't they purring, Mr. Plastino? Paul Plastino pets cats fur the wrong way and will devastate the economy. Approved by the Jenny West Approval Society. So, Jenny West likes boxing, eh? What else will she put in a box? Maybe your rights and freedoms. Also, cats do like it when you pet them that way. Paul Plastino says his opinion like it's a fact. Well, here's a fact. Paul smells. Jenny West has like a hundred guys sliding into her DMs all the time. Here's a DM, Miss West. More money for public schools. Paul Plastino slid into my DMs and sends me unsolicited duck pics. He's a scandal waiting to happen. Are these helping you decide who to vote for? Please, may I? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Gary texted us in and said, is anyone missing a chicken in Colwood? What? Uh, his, uh, uh, his mom and daughter uh, were followed home after a bike ride in uh, Ledsham Road area. It's now in our backyard. It is a beautiful chicken. So if you're missing a chicken, please go out and back and check your chickens and count them. Count your chickens before they're hatched. And uh, if you are missing a chicken, please let us know. We'll put you in touch with Gary. It's a very nice chicken. It's like brownish. And it's it's got a red uh, doodle on his head. What's that thing called? A doodle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So let, if you're missing a chicken, let us know. Very Victoria. I was going to say it's like a very island thing yeah. that's happening right now. I always forget we're like a small t- town, you know. Of hippies living in an ocean. And, yeah, no, yeah. With chickens in their backyard. Cool, cool, cool. What do you do now? Do you just have a chicken? Keep an eye on it. Till when? It wanders away? I don't know. Do you put it in the house for a bit? Gary, I think you got a new pet, my dude. Okay, congrats, and guess what? Gary. My dog doesn't give me eggs every morning. Now you got a great pet. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Imagine, though. Would you eat an egg if it came out of a dog? Good question. Yeah, probably. Would you eat eggs if you had to watch the chicken poop it every day? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would too. Okay. I've got some uh, really good news for everybody. It seems that through some uh, gumption, gumshoe work, I have found the chicken that was lost in the Colwood. <gasps> Apparently, mm-hmm. from what I found here, that chicken belongs to this daycare <gasps> on Ledgem Road. This is a known problem chicken. Ah! Okay. Known for escaping <clears throat> and... They've been looking for it all day, Gary. Oh so I've, I've talked to Gary, and uh, yeah, they're going to hopefully uh, get the chicken back to where it should be, and then uh, th- that's great. 
What a wonderful, right? Yeah. Isn't that great? This is huge. Isn't that a great story? This is owners. This is why. Coming together, yep. helping each other out. I'm so, I'm so in love with this. This is the best oh. part of my day. This is the most constructive I have been, like Jenny, in months. I agree with that. It's a known problem chicken. That's my favorite part of it. It's yeah. like it's an especially tricky chicken. Bad girl Chi-Chi. <laughs> uh, so Irene says, after being in a foul oh, mood. Good pun. Because of work, this made my day. As a former chicken herder, this brought back childhood <laughs> memories of my own pet chickens that followed me around. By the way, the thing on the top of the head is called a comb. And the deflated... Yeah, you can say it. Yeah, it's right. a scientific a term. Medical, medical term. Yeah. And the deflated testicles under the chin <laughs> is called a waddle. <laughs> I knew the waddle. I knew that. <laughs> Great shout outs. And we Irene learned something. Has the, yeah, Irene has the experience. She knows what they would be like. The Royals game. Big deal. This is Marty the Marmot's birthday, my dude. You're invited. You're invited to come hang out with everyone's favorite Marty. And he wears a sash that says, I'm the birthday boy. A big pin that says, kiss me, I'm Marty. He has a hat that says, birthday time. (laughs) Is there a bouncy castle? Yeah, no. Instead of ice, they all play on a bouncy castle for the sports game. All of his friends are there. Mm Mm-hmm. Other mascots. Is that right? Yeah. One time, oh God, I hope we bring this back this year. One time, his evil twin brother came, Wardy the Marmot. Oh no! And he caused him. A trouble and a ruckus, and I had to kick him out, and then he was arrested by a police. Good. That was the best hockey game I'd ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest. Hopefully. So who knows what happens at this Marty the Marmot birthday? Oh, that was the best day of my life, maybe. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Wardy, yeah, the, like a, a policeman with a police dog came out on the ice. Seriously. I love that. I know. I love the what dog. drama. Dog. I know. It was okay. Amazing. All right. I want to see listening. the dog like tackle. You ever see the dog, those videos of the dog like ta- like a police dog <laughs> tackle a guy in a like a foam yeah. rubber suit? Same thing. Bye, Wardy. I want to see the dog take it down. <laughs> <laughs> Caller number nine. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, yeah. That was a contest. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. I'm Jenny. I'm Crystal. I'm Lindsay. And we are On The the Rag. You could be on the rag, too, with us if you listen to the podcast, which you can find at thezone.fm slash podcast, also on Spotify. I like to talk about <laughs> things that people feel, for some reason, uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have you brought up a vagina to a friend this week? Do you have nipple hair? Yep. All about your periods. You make yeah. them uncomfortable comfortable. I bleed a lot. I have a copper IUD. You can learn about your body, our bodies, other sexual health related things. We bring in experts because I don't know anything actually. <laughs> <laughs>